Okay, so today's topic is going to be on the millionaire booklet on how to get rich by Grant Cardone, okay? So chapter one says, getting rich is not a fantasy, okay? That's the number one thing that we have to come to the realization, okay? A lot of us, a lot of us, we want, we want the, we want the financial freedom. We want all the money in the world. Um, but do we really believe that we can do it ourselves, right? And the number one thing is really believing that getting rich is not a fantasy. It's not, it's not far, like far for you to reach, right? It's right there. Now I'm going to explain to you guys why. Okay. So how to become a mil millionaire or even a billionaire is not taught in schools. We all know that, right? In fact, most of society frowns upon anyone who even talks about getting rich. Okay, guys, like I, I actually want to challenge you guys. Uh, you know, when I read this book, I was, he said, um, go, I, go out to your friends, family and, and let them know today, I'm going to get rich. I want to get rich. I want to make a lot of money and see how they respond. And usually people look at you like, oh yeah. Oh, okay. That's nice. Like, okay. Like they don't really go into it much, right? Because it's a taboo topic. I don't know why. Well, maybe, no, I know why. Because it's not taught in schools. We're not programmed to believe that we can have all the riches in the world. We're not. You tell somebody on the street or to your friends and family, I'm going to get a nine to five. And this is the nine to five I'm going to get. That's more likely for them to express conversation than somebody that tells them I'm going to get filthy motherfucking rich. That's what I'm going to do. Right. <laughs> so, um, getting rich seems to be a topic reserved for fantasies, fairy tales, etc. Right. Most people think getting rich comes from the lucky mommy, daddy money, you know, gold diggers. Um, yeah, it's just been trickled down from the family, like stuff like that. Right but it's not true, right? Millionaires and the super rich come from all walks of life. I think we all know this, right? So let me debunk one of the myths, right? Millionaires today work for someone else. You guys would have probably not have never thought that. You guys probably think it's like, you know, they're their own bosses, but no, you can, you get, people actually like work for other people and have become millionaires right? So the reason why most people never get rich is because they didn't even consider it a possibility. So that's the number one thing that we have to decide or, or come to the realization today that I know it's a possibility for me to become rich. Some of us, a lot of us, we like, I hear it all the time, like people, they, they want to have this and that and they want to be rich and they, and they dream big but like have you sat down and really thought and looked in the mirror and 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 believe that it is a possibility for you right and if you're uninspired and unmotivated that is a belief issue you're trickling away from from what you once thought it was a possibility right maybe when you first started you know, someone spoke life into you or someone spoke dreams into you, 
I know that when I talk to people, I, I'm very, I'm a very good um, vision caster. So I'm, I'm very good at, you know, like talking about the possibilities and like uh, what they, what people can accomplish and what we can do and, 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 and the dreams, right? Like the dreams that we all have are dreaming big and that sparks someone's belief and, and gets them super pumped and excited. I know that I'm, I'm very good at that, but then what, what happens when you go away from that person that's a vision caster and just inspired you and pumped you up, right? Are you, are you pumping yourself up every single day? Because that's what it takes. It's not just one day, one time that somebody comes into your life and speaks life into you and then you're pumped up and you're going to be pumped up forever. Just like how we say, just like how we say success is never rent uh, is never owned, right? Success is rented and rent is due every single day. How many of you guys have heard this quote before? Type a one in the chat. Success is rented and rent is due every single day. Very famous quote. Just like how we say that, it's, it's like that with everything, right? Um, attention is rented and rent is due every single day. Uh, uh, your work ethic is rented and rent is due every single day. Your mindset, your positive mindset is rented and it's due every single day. The problem is a lot of people, they think that it's owned. You have it one time and you have it forever, right? You have, you're inspired. Inspiration is rented and rent is due every single day. People think that just because they, they got sparked one time, maybe you're, you got sparked on, on this morning, morning mindset call, people are like, yes, I'm fired up. This is what I needed, right? And then they go about their life and then it starts to fade away, right? Because reality, your reality is your reality right now, right? Your reality of, you know, doing the bare minimum or having the bare minimum, or maybe, you know, you're not financially there yet. So your reality hits you more than, than your dreams, than what you envisioned for yourself. And this is why it's so important to understand that you always have to get close to the fire, right? You always have to go to the people that are make, giving you life. If you haven't, if you can't spark your own fire yet, which is okay at the beginning, then you cannot afford to just one time get inspired and then not be around people who are dreaming big or have what you have, right? So I got off topic, but I thought that was like really important. Cause I, I had a, like, I was like, every time, like I'm always getting ready right here, right? So this is where my creative juices come, come alive. And I just, when I'm getting ready and I'm like, it's the same thing. Attention is this. So attention is earned, right? Attention with any area in your life. Attention is rented and rent is due every single day. Attention in anything in, in your business with people, um, in your relationships. Why do you think there's so many divorce rates, right? People, they get into relationships, they do the most, they're the Prince Charming or the girl is amazing. 
And then days go by and then you start to get comfortable in your relationship. You don't do what you did at the beginning when you were trying to win that girl over, right? Or the uh, vice versa with women, you don't do, you don't, you're not giving your man a massage like you used to, right? Because you're comfortable. Attention is rented, right? And it's due every single day. So when you get, it's, it's just so, it's easy to get complacent. It's easy to get comfortable. And what happens in, in, when you get into your comfort zone, your dreams go to die or things start to mess up or it's just very bare minimum and, and there's no spark anymore in your life. This, this literally is for everything, relationships, your business, your business, your friends, your family. That's why it's so important to maintain and always, always water um, the, the situations that are, are very important to you which is your business, your relationships, right? Especially relationships, to be honest. Relationships are very easy to, to get comfortable. But as long as you both know that you, attention is rented, rent is due every single day. And that's why you always want to um, do things to, 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 to spice things up, to, to, to keep it alive. Same thing with your business. I always tell people, relationships are like businesses. You have to maintain it. Your business is the same way. Every day, you always have to maintain it and make it, you know, always always do things to, to keep it alive. That's business, right? So, um, okay, went off topic there. But type of one if that makes sense. Type of one if that makes sense, right? Give me some love because I'm not too sure. I don't, I don't know if you guys get what I mean. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. Okay, so very few people understand money, right? And very few people know how to get money and even fewer people know how to keep money and almost nobody knows how to multiply it. And this is so true, guys. Like, I never understood money. That's why I never had money at the beginning, right? And then I figured out how to get money. But it was very hard for me to keep my money. <laughs> and now I'm in the process of keeping my money and learning how to multiply it. So it's one thing to learn how to get it. And it's another thing to learn how to keep it, to multiply it, right? So it's like literally a process. So imagine a lot of like very few people know how to multiply it, right? Not a lot of people know about money, right? And that's when people never have it. So even now, one of the richest countries in the world, right? America, 76% of people live paycheck to paycheck. And 47% of Americans do not have $400 for an emergency. Like if your tire were to blow out or if, or, or if something happened to your car or something, something happened, right? No, nobody has $400 to their, their name. Well, 47% of Americans do not have $400 to their name, right? For an emergency. And if this is you, it's time to wake up and take responsibility, okay? And start believing that this does not have to be your way of living anymore. 
Life is not meant to consistently limit yourself. Okay? So we have consistently been taught to limit ourselves, right? You know, put more air in your tire to save gas. If you don't drink coffee every day, you'll save another $700 a year. Listen, if you can save $700 a year for, for like whatever, and for the new, like for the people that are in uh, 50 years old, let's say, but you won't be like, you won't be rich. You'll just be old. Let's say you, you save the $700 a year for the next 50 years. You won't be rich. You'll just be old. That's not enough, especially with where we're like inflation's up 7% right? Ask your parents for money advice. Get, like they'll say, get a good job. Contribute to your 401k. Be grateful that you have more, more than most and pray that everything goes right. That's what, that's what we're told, right? And this is why people settle and it's okay to settle. It's cool to settle. And I was never, like, I never just wanted to have enough. I struggled with the idea of having to limit myself and not be able to afford things in my life. I struggled with that, right? Like I, I, I find some people they're, they're, they're very comfortable with, with limiting themselves. Like it's okay. It's okay to not be able to afford certain things. Like to me, that's not okay. Like I'm very uncomfortable right? So get, put yourself in that position where you get super uncomfortable when you can't buy the things that you want to buy, where you have to go for no name brand instead of organic fruits. Get super uncomfortable. Do not just be like, it's fine. We'll just go with no name. It's the same thing anyways. And then you start to tell yourself stories to validate why it's okay to go with no name brand. It's the same thing anyways. It's this, it's this strawberry fruit and this strawberry fruit. It's still a strawberry, right? Stop telling yourself that it's okay to settle, right? When I was only allowed, you know, to take three strands of, of toilet paper to save toilet, toilet paper um, when I, back in the day, right? When my mom would be so strict with the heating and AC because she was worried about how much the hydro bill would be. Like that was so uncomfortable for me. And I was so young. I was like 12 years old, 13, 14, 15, like my whole high school years, it was like this. And it would make me, I would be like, but why? Why do we have to limit ourselves to three toilet paper strands? Why do we have to freeze our butts off in the winter time, right? Because we have to turn off the heating so that we can save on the hydro bill. You know, when my mom had to get a second job as a cleaner because we couldn't afford even a bare minimum lifestyle. Though that would make me so uncomfortable. I could never understand why we live this way and others had the power of choice. I always wanted to be one of them. I didn't want money to just to, I didn't want to have money just to have money. I wanted money so I can have choices. And I learned that from a very young age with all, with everything that was going on in my home with, 
you know, my mom not being able to afford certain things and, and having a second job as a cleaner. Like it's just, I, the math was not mathing. It was not mathing. I was like, why? When I see other kids have the power of choice. So please, if you are this person that has just settled for bare minimum, why? When you see other people have a lot of choices in their life, you can too. Have money so that you can have choices, okay? So chapter two, where you get your advice from, okay? I, we've heard it all before. You know, it's so crucial for you to get the right advice for you to accomplish your goals, right? For this to work, you need to be very selective of where you get your advice from. Okay, you tell someone you're reading a book about how you're getting rich and they will most likely tell you, really the only person that's going to get rich is the one writing the book. Like this is literally people's mindset, especially in network marketing. Really, you join network marketing, well, the only person you're making rich is the one at the top. Well, how, how else did they get up there? They started just like everybody else. Like it really, it mind boggles me. It mind boggles me when people say this, like the really the only person that's going to get rich is the one writing the book. Well, where do you think he started? He didn't just fall from the sky and he just like magically like wrote the book or it, it just like fell on his lap, the book right? People will literally like um, switch their mindset to, to th think there's like, it's, it's, it's the other person and it's always like somebody else. It's not going to be you. It's going to be somebody else. But why not you, right? The problem is most people get financial advice from people who are struggling with money. Most people, how many of you guys went and told your parents, your friends, your family, your people about your goals and your dreams. And they projected all this nonsense, nonsense to you and all nonsense, meaning all their limiting beliefs onto you. And it, it didn't make you feel good. Well, I want you to know that you're probably getting your, your advice or you're, you're telling your dreams to people who are struggling with money or who have given up on money have people who and it's a majority of people in this world they have given up on money already because they could they couldn't figure it out it's not easy you guys entrepreneurship is not easy it's not meant for the weak so a lot of people have already given up on money guess what happens they project they project their insecurities, their, their limitations onto you. Always remember that. So whenever you tell your dreams you or to people, you have to be very careful, very careful to who you're telling your dreams, your goals, your aspirations to. Really look at the person and be like, does she have what I want? Or is she struggling with money? Has she given up on money? And if you do go and you tell people your goals and your dreams, just have those expectations that they may project. This is how I like 
um, broke the chain off of like caring about what people thought. I had to realize like the people that I was telling, I was very aware of, okay, like this person can project, she does not have the lifestyle that I have, but it's okay, I'll go, I'll still tell her what I'm up to. But as long as you know, as long as you know that there may be a chance she may project her, her limitations onto you. But some people, they don't know. They just go and they blabber, blabber, blabber to everyone. And then a majority of the people around them, they're broke or they just have given up on money and then they start to project. And then, they, they, and then also you're struggling with belief. You're struggling with building up your confidence to see if this is gonna work. And then you have people shutting it down. And that's why people give up. So as long as you are aware of this and you understand that the people you are telling, hey, this person, I don't know, looks like you're struggling with finances a little bit, but I'm still gonna tell you, but I just know and I'm aware that it might go this way where they might project their limitations. Or just don't tell them at all and find people who are successful because I promise you, any successful person that I've told my dreams to literally added on to my, what I should do. They added value on what I should do. They gave me advice on, on how to, um, like how to get my, a specific goal. Okay. So it's a very important that you guys understand who you're telling things to. Okay. Um, so it says here, getting rich shouldn't be your taboo or it shouldn't be a taboo topic. It should be your battle cry, okay? So a couple of years back, I think it was two years ago, I was able to get my mom a car and move into this condo that I'm in right now, right? And I remember years before that, I couldn't lend my mom a dollar at all because I was so broke, right? getting rich is not only possible it is vital and this i understood this when when i was at my lowest of my lowest of my lowest where i couldn't i couldn't afford anything i couldn't even help out i couldn't do anything my mom was helping me right so i needed to understand that it's not it, it, it it's like i forced myself it needs to happen it's vital it's vital to my survival it's vital to my survival and the ability to help those I love. I want you guys to have this mindset. Getting rich is not only possible, it is vital to your survival and the ability to help those you love. Every day, everyone is confronted with money, money requirements, residual bills, right? What are residual bills? Can you guys type it in the chat? What are some residual bills every month? Type it in the chat. What are some residual bills? Phone bill. What else? What else? What, what, what other lovely residual bills do we have coming in every month? Phone, rent mortgage, rent internet, Wi-Fi, water, credit, rent, gas insurance, car insurance, gas, hydro rent, water bill. You know, also your little app, your Apple app apps that you have, your, your FaceApp, your Facetune 2, 
Those are residual bills as well too coming out every month. Every month, storage fees, Hulu, yeah. Netflix, guys, we got, we got a lot of residual bills, right? But no residual income. This is why it's vital for us to figure out how to make money, right? Because we have a lot of residual bills, but zero residual income. We have to trade time for money to pay those residual bills that come out every month, right? Here's another fact. Most people have more money saved at 10 years old than when they get out of college. It's crazy when you think about it. How can a kid who has no idea what money is have more money than an adult with a degree? Insane, right? So this is why guys, I need, I'm expressing this because I need you guys to force yourselves to believe that your financial freedom is possible because there are no freaking options. We are placed in a very difficult situation when, we, when we're growing up. We got all these residual bills and trading our time for money to pay those residual bills, right? When you are brought up poor or in the middle class, you inherit the beliefs of the poor and the middle class. You're stuck with their ideas, okay? So we need to change that up. Financial freedom is two part mental and one part mechanical. Okay, you have to get your mental part right first. This is why we do mindset calls, right? All the time, Monday through Friday, because it's so important. Mindset's so important. And then you need to lose your mind first. I love when he says it. You need to lose your mind first, including many of the beliefs you were raised with. This is why I always say you need to reprogram, you need to deprogram to reprogram. You need to unlearn to learn new things because the mindset that you have um, been raised with can be very limiting, can be very um, uh, lack mindset, folk, uh, prob pro problem focus instead of solution focus. Right? What you, you look at the, the obstacles that go come in your way and you're only focused on the problem. I have no money. I don't, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I like, I never have money. Like you're only focusing on the problem. That is not a solution focus, right? So unlearning to learn new things. When you're stressed and you have anxiety about certain things, maybe again, we're gonna bring up money, right? Cause money is a huge part of what, why people get really stressed. I want you to stop yourself and, and really analyze your thoughts and what's going in your mind. And, and see if it's problem focused or solution focused, right? I have no money, I have no money. Instead of that, just tell yourself, no, money flows to me effortlessly. We're, gonna, we're going to figure it out. We will figure it out. How are we gonna figure out? Okay, let's map out a game plan. Let's map it out. What can we do this week to not struggle next month? Okay, so deprogram to reprogram. Wealth, 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 no, 
wealth knows no age or sex. So if you think you're too old to acquire wealth, that's a lie you're telling yourself, okay? Wealth knows no age or sex. It doesn't care about your story. It shows no sympathy. There's no, no age too young or too old. Anyone can play the game. Uh, Grant Cardone started seeing his success after 40 years old, uh, after past 40 years old. Anyone can play the game. Like you have to play the game of wealth on offense, on offense. Okay. It has never been easier to get rich than it is today. 500,000 households last year became self-made millionaires, meaning it didn't come from uh, uh, mommy, daddy money. It didn't come from anywhere else. They came from nothing and turned themselves into something. 500,000 households last year became self-made millionaires. So it is the easiest time to get wealthy now than it was 20 years ago when, when our parents were in their 20s or whatever. One of them being because we have social media on our side. Okay, so the last chapter is my favorite chapter, you guys. I spoke about this on our last call, like a little bit on it. Who's got my money? I, so he says, this is so simple. It's amazing and it's genius once you understand it. Okay, simply ask yourself every day when you're ready to, to get to work, who's got my money? Who's got my money? Let's see, let's check it out. Let's see if in, I'm in a, in a environment with people who, who, who got money, okay? Make a list of, of people who, who has your money, the money you want, and figure out what you can exchange with them. Whether you have a service, a product, an idea, the question to ask yourself is always, who's got my money? So I, I love this. And I freaking, I, it changed the game for me because I couldn't understand why people were not buying for me at the beginning when I first started entrepreneurship. I was like, why, like, what's going on here? Like, why aren't people paying any mind? And when I seen this, I made a list of people who really had money, right? People who had nine to fives they, or they were working good. They had a good lifestyle, wrote their names down. I promise you, you guys, people, if they read this book, they have me on this list, okay? I promise you, people always, always 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 okay i i see what they're doing i see it i see it all the time when they open up their business and i love to support small businesses trust me and i know i know that like you know people want to be around people who have their shit together before i partnered up with this company you guys my mentor right my coach i should say rakan kept me really close right? Really close. Okay. Because he knew I was having success in my last company. So, and I ended up investing in his, the, the, the AI, right? The crypto AI, right? Because I obviously had money, right? So he's smart and he kept me close, kept me really close. <laughs> and, 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 and that's, that's the fact, like you have to be around people who have money, right? Write a list down who like who are successful, 
maybe it's a successful real estate agent, successful uh, real estate investors, they understand investing their money, right? And diversifying, successful hairstylist, successful, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, aesthetic people, I, anybody, anybody that you know who has money, write their name down and start building a relationship with them, a friendship with them. Those are the people who you want to associate yourself with. He says here, right? He says here, um, my wife and I recently were at a conference and I reminded her, Elena, there are only four to six people we need to meet here. When my staff travels with me to a convention, I, rem I remind them, be nice to everyone, but remember, we are here to meet people who have our money right? You will miss opportunities and waste time with people who cannot and will not buy or invest in your ideas. And he says, I sound like a bad, selfish, and greedy man, don't I? Well, no one calls me a bad man when the bill comes for dinner and I pick it up. No one thinks I'm selfish when they need a loan and I'm the only one that can help them because I'm liquid. When you want to start a new business with me and I provide the funding, you will be glad I'm focused on my finances, he says. And he says, this is just the hard, cold, simple fact of building wealth. Follow the money, as they say. If you spend all your time with people who can't pay you, listen to this, okay? If you spend all your time with people who can't pay you, you will end up being with someone who, you will, you will end up being someone who can't pay. I'm going to say that again. If you spend all your time with people who can't pay, you will end up being someone who can't pay. So who's got my money? Who's got my money? And if you're one of those people who doesn't like to talk to people because you tell yourself you're an introvert or you're shy, get over it. Remind yourself you don't like just getting by or being broke either. And when your goals are big enough, you will quit telling yourself those lies and making those excuses, okay? Um, and then here, I highlighted everything that like really stood out to me. So billionaire Mark Cuban quoted, the most important thing you must learn about any business is sales. All entrepreneurial or entrepreneurship businesses, whatever, they're all, it's all sales. You have to learn sales and sales made simple is who's got my money. Simple. Okay. And if you have a money shortage, it, it is because you are investing your time with the wrong people and you're not applying who's got my money. There is no shortage of money on this planet. So you have, so if you have none, it's about some deficiency you have regarding money. There is no shortage of money you guys on this on this planet i say it all the time there's no shortage of money you're probably just in an environment where people have lack mindset or they've settled for bare minimum and they are like they're okay with just living paycheck to paycheck and not having enough to do other things imagine if you were to put yourself in a room with millionaires and you just let them know, hey, this is what I do, blah, 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 blah. 
people who have money don't care. They will, they will spend, they will spend. I remember like, you know, I've, I, I've had like, I, I network with so many people and um, I, I spoke to someone who just opened up their, their business and I'm like, like, okay, it was a, like a hair, a hair salon place, like hair salon, nail salon. Like it was like all these beauty, this, it was a beauty um, salon pretty much. And she just had opened her beauty salon and I'm like, oh, okay, what's your business number or what's your Instagram? Let's stay connected. I would love to, to come by and, 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 and check it out. But the only reason why I did that is because I liked her personality. I liked who she was as a person. That's why people never buy into whatever you're selling. It's who you, how you are. And, and that person put herself in a position and surrounded herself with people who, who had money. If I didn't have money, I wouldn't be able to support her. Right? So put yourself in a position where you're surrounded by people who have money. And most like most likely, mo like well, this is me when I like when I go to like any anything ever anywhere like the nail salon, my hair place, anything. It it's all relationship based. I did not Google them. I did not say I need a hair salon place. I need a, a hair spot. I really built. I I got to know who they are, and like we built that bond, that trust. And now you have me forever as a customer because it's relationship-based. I did not Google what was close by. It was based off of the relationship that I built with that person and me saying like, wow, I love this girl's personality. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to check her out. I'm going to, I'm going to go to where she's at. Like, um, one, uh, two girls that I'm like super loyal to when it comes down to like my beauty stuff um, in, in Toronto. Top Coat, which is a uh, um, nail salon that I will never, uh, never, never not go to, but I was actually referred to her by, by somebody and I just loved her personality, like her Instagram, like she's so funny and this and that. And that's what caught my attention. And same thing with, um, with, um, with my hair, with uh, when I go get my hair done, um, and also lashes. Sometimes I go to, to her for lashes. Um, Lash God Raka, if you're in Toronto, you would know who she is. Uh, such a boss, she's a boss. Love her, love her mindset, love her personality, love who she is as a person. I, I will never go to anybody else, only, only her salon because I built that relationship with her that it's the kind of, it's the loyalty now, right? So it, it, you have to understand that this is how it works with your business. You have to put yourself out there and talk to people and build a relationship with those people so that people can trust you and, 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 and be like, I like this girl. I'm going to, I'm going to go to her, but don't. And then I, cause I find also is like, well, how do I have to be? You just got to be yourself. You just got to be yourself because the people that I bought into, they're just themselves. They don't, they, they're not putting on a show. They're just themselves. That's it. You just got to be yourself and be genuine. Just be genuine. Show that you care. That's it. And be yourself. And you'll have people go to you for your services. 
the first thing that they're going to think of in their mind is, oh, Jazz can help me make an online income. Jazz is into crypto. I, I want to get into crypto. So like the first person I thought about was Jasmine because of, of her personality, right? The first, she stands out from everybody else, right? So be that person to stand out with your own personality and your authenticity, okay? Um, that's pretty much it, you guys. Did you guys get a lot from this? Type a one if you got a lot. Type, type a one if this is like, like, it makes sense now. Like, you know what you got to do now. I, and, and listen, you guys have probably heard this all before, you guys, but it's just different perspective now. And, and maybe you've just, it just faded away and you started taking advice from people who don't have what you want. And here's your daily reminder to get back on track and take advice from people who have more than you, right? Same thing with putting yourself in a position, in a, an environment, building up your network who has money, not people who don't have money, okay? Yes, this is the book. There's more chapters in here and it's like such a quick, like, like it's just so like easy to read. You can read this in like two hours, less than two hours. Really, really good book. I actually bought another book. I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to read it. And if it's good, I've heard a lot of things about it. It's called Sell Like Crazy. So I'm gonna start reading it. And, and if it's good, I'm gonna share it with you guys on, on Wake Up With WPAP, okay? Ah, okay, that's <laughs> uh, it's insane call. I can't believe I haven't been in here before, Jasmine. You glow girl. Oh, I love you. I love you. Yes, Monday through Friday, you guys, 9 a.m. to start your day off, right? It's Wednesday, midweek. Go, go run your day, you guys. Um, structure your day out accordingly. Prioritize what's important. Do the hard stuff first, please, you guys. If you guys have been procrastinating on certain things that you just dread doing, do that at the beginning of your day. You have the most energy. You're most you're you're inspired the most, especially after this these calls. So do the hard stuff first and do the easy things last. Okay, because that's probably why you're procrastinating. Um, because you're doing, you're putting the hard stuff, the things that you don't want to do last, like, like majority of us do, because that's procrastination. Do the hard stuff first, and then the easy stuff that you love to do last, okay? I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a beautiful, abundant day. Go make that money, and I'll see you guys tomorrow at 9 a.m. I love you guys. Bye.